your job is to connect A to C because you are being out. Being out. Whatever. <laughs> it goes a different way. I love that. Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2XP, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hi, Workwives. It's Ainsley from Waldorf, Maryland. I've been taking your advice about interviewing for a new job. Well, I got it yesterday and I'm taking it. How do I go about giving my two weeks notice? This is my first time doing it. Should I wait until Monday morning when I'm in the office with my supervisor or send an email with it attached? Help. Congratulations, Ainsley. We're so excited for you. Woo! Let's quit, girl. Three moves, baby. Quitting is for everyone. Quitting is for everyone. Quitting is for everyone. Ink is dry on the new offer, right? It better be. I don't want to hear. <laughs> I don't want to hear about this until the ink is dry on your new offer. Yeah. Do not follow up with us if it's not dry. <laughs> yeah. But the point is, do it in order and do it right and everyone will be fine. It needs to be as undramatic as possible and you need to be spending a couple days in Cabo in the meantime. Like, that's the vibe. That's the vibe. Ainsley, this episode is dedicated to you. You're quitting a company. You're going to a new one. That is all. Mm-hmm. Now, listeners may find themselves in a similar situation where they're quitting they're a department, quitting, like moving departments, doing internal transfer, doing some type of internal promotion. That's all fine and well. A lot of these principles will apply, but there are some really distinct nuances that you need to pay attention to if you're making some type of internal move. So if you have a question about that, go ahead and email us, help at askyourworkwife.com and we can get to you. But it for, deserves its own episode. It, yeah, it definitely deserves its own episode. And this episode is for Ainsley about making the big move out Let's of her company. Right. When it's time to quit, there's a few things that need to happen before you decide to tell your manager. As you know, you need to make sure that your offer letter is signed. Make sure everything is set in stone. I don't want you to be one of those like sad LinkedIn stories about like you quit your job and you thought your new job was secure and then they pulled the new job and then you don't have a job and everything's sad and tragic and like everyone's making a big deal about it. I don't want you hiring a lawyer over this shit. We also advise you to work back from your start date. We're going to tell you right now, we want you to take as much time as you possibly can, at least a week between your last day, your current job and your first day, your next job. We're going to talk a little bit more about it later, but no, now take as much time as you want. At least a week, a month would be great. Yeah. A quarter would be ideal. Fucking awesome. I know. Yeah. Leaving Q1, starting Q2. Hello. That's going to be fun. (laughs) The last thing you need to do is take all of your vacation. Just go. There's some companies that will pay you out for your vacation. It gets a little murky in who does what and how much they're willing to if they're paying you a percentage of it. Like whatever it is, the best way to do it is just take it. Before you tell yes, your manager. Before you breathe a word about it. I know you've been interviewing for this new job. Great. You're setting your start date a little further out. Awesome. Take some vacation. Come back from the vacation. Give it a few days. Then sit down and have a chat with your manager. From the moment you decided to leave, like even before you started looking for this job, you need to have been preparing for this, no matter how much time that is. And we say this because the day you tell your manager that that's your two weeks notice, that day, that moment could be your last day. We don't want you scrambling for any of this. So we want you to have it buttoned up, really nice, really neat, don't burn any bridges before you walk into your manager's office. 
And it starts with all your projects being wrapped up. You're not taking on new projects. You're not doing the little stuff. I find myself doing like little piddly shit. Oh, I can do that in a day. It turns into this nightmare. And then suddenly I'm the key information holder. You don't need to be taking any more of those things on. You also want to be starting to prepare your transition plan. I would write it down. I can't do anything without writing it down, (laughs) first of all. But at least in your head, if not written down, don't share with anybody. It's just for you for now. But make sure you're starting to prepare that. We're talking passwords. We're talking access points. We're talking receipts, approvals, SOPs. If you're sending things via email in your company, you want to PDF those emails. Totally, because as soon as you go, they're getting rid of your email account. Yep. And your manager needs to know where the paper trail is on that. Your company's really good at central documentation. Companies I've had in the past aren't. So anything that's on your personal, like your, not your personal computer, but your, your Personal drive computer, or whatever, yeah. yeah. You need to move it to a shared drive. You need to clearly label it and make sure all those things are done and wrapped up. The other thing you have to have prepared before the actual quitting is your go folder. Mm-hmm. Sounded like goal folder. Yeah, I did. I was like, no, not goals. Go. As in GTFO. <laughs> Should we call it the GTFO folder? Yes. The GTFO folder. <laughs> Perfect. This is a folder that I like, I used to literally call it the go folder. I did all things print, right? So like anytime something would finish or project would launch, I got a big approval or something or like a profit and loss statement would come across my desk to show like I'd increased profit by X amount of dollars, blah, blah, blah. I'd put a copy of it in my go folder. This is shorthand for my project wins, my numbers, my portfolio work, anything that was like, this will be useful in my resume in the future. Now, you and I, we've transitioned this into these regular emails. You send your personal email address, right? But OG Vanessa used to have an actual folder in the bottom of my drawer called go folder. So like mission impossible. It had a flash drive in it too. I was just going to tell you it super did. It's like fingerprint encoded. Exactly, right? <laughs> um, it had, so the other thing it had is like, we used to get paper checks. So instead of getting oh, mail, you'd have yeah. all my pay stubs. So like any pay stubs, any HR stuff, my original contract, like personal information would be in the go folder. So all I had to do was like, okay, grab it and go. Yep. LFG. Grab it and GTFO. <laughs> yes. If you haven't been doing this already, if you haven't been sending those emails, like haven't been accumulating those portfolio pieces, those numbers, all that stuff, do it now. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're quitting anytime in the next three years. Start doing it now. The other thing you want to keep in there is personal contact information for mentors, champions, people you want to stay in touch with. Put that in your go folder. Your yep. GTFO folder. Yes, your GTFO <laughs> folder. Well, just a quick note about portfolio work in your go folder. There are a lot of internal numbers that you have signed a lot of documents saying you will never divulge. So you can't take actual files with you. You need to take screenshots of examples and they need to go in your portfolio in the future as upon request. You're not posting these anywhere publicly. They're just for you to reference for your internal resume. You you can get hella fucking sued. Cover your ass. Yeah. Take it, but like be aware of some of the risks and it is on request only. The last thing you're going to want to have is like a current status document of all of your projects. Your recurring weekly statuses should be a perfect starting point for this. Totally. Uh, But make sure there's something, there's a document with the status of all your current projects that someone else can read. Someone who's not read into all your projects today. Because as Vanessa alluded to earlier, you might not get a chance to train anybody. My AP music teacher used to tell us this. The point of like writing music is to be able to hand it to an orchestra and say nothing. And for it to sound exactly like you'd imagined it. This is what your final status is. You need to be able to hand it off, say nothing, and have the work continue without interruption. And like, you don't have to do this by any means, but this is a nice to do and like keeps you from burning any bridges. It keeps your manager, like even though you just quit and kind of left him in a lurch, like it keeps them happy with you. Well, she did the best she could. She was so nice to think I needed this. Like make sure your manager has your cell phone number. So three months down the road, if they don't have access to something, they forgot a password, they can call you. Rarely does anybody take you up on it, but they think you're the nicest person in the world for offering. 
all of this could be days, weeks, or months. This could take two days and you want to GTFO, but try to do it as much as possible. It could be that you've been looking for a new position for several months. That's honestly the ideal is you've had about a quarter to transition anyway, but whatever your timeline is, this is your checklist. Passwords, access, receipts, approvals, SOPs, anything on your current drive, and then get that current status of to the minute where your projects are. Once you've done all that prep work, Ainsley, you are ready to go. And that brings us to the actual quitting. (laughs) (laughs) All right, rule number one, you tell your manager first. You tell no one else in the building. Why? Everybody talks. Your manager will feel so disrespected if they hear about it from somebody else. And you have, you've just set it on fire. There's no going back. It's bad. I don't care how good of friends you are. I don't care the bestie situation. I don't care if it's the cookie lady in the cafeteria. Like, The answer is no. You tell not a soul. You tell your manager first. And this can be a hard conversation. We understand that. It can be a really hard conversation. Therefore, (laughs) welcome to the Ask Your Work Wife Playhouse. (laughs) I'm not excited about it. (laughs) We've never done this before. But this is for Ainsley. We may never do it again. (laughs) It's for Ainsley. All right. I'm going to be the person quitting. I'm going to be the manager. Okay. I feel like I should knock on your office door. Yeah. Knock, knock, knock. Come in. (laughs) Come in. Hey, Holland. Um, I, I wanted to see if you had a few minutes so we could talk about something. Come on in. Great. I've been taking a look at my work here, and I really appreciate all of the opportunities you've given me and what we've been working on together. And, and I've decided to take an opportunity elsewhere. Vanessa, I'm surprised to hear that. I'm sorry it came across as sudden. I've been looking for different ways to stretch myself, and I, and I just decided an opportunity at another company was the best way to do that. Where are you going? Uh, I'm, I'm going to another agency across town. How much are they paying you? Uh, the compensation's great, actually. Um, and I'm excited about the opportunity. Vanessa, why didn't you tell me earlier? To be honest, this was a decision that I needed to make for me, myself, and my career. And you have been a wonderful mentor and teacher and leader. And, and, and I just feel like I need to stretch a little bit further in a different direction. I'm actually really, really shocked and hurt that you are choosing to leave this way. I'm really sorry you feel that way, Holland. Uh, I'm going to need you to submit a letter. Okay, great. Uh, and I'll get that to HR. Okay, thank you. Um, what all do I need to include in that? It needs to include that you're leaving the company and any information that you'd like to share uh, about why. And I'd also like it to include your last day when you'd like your last day to be. Okay, uh, that's a great question, actually. When I'm fairly flexible. When would you like my last day to be? Is there is there any benefit to me staying for a full two weeks or uh, maybe a little bit longer or a little bit shorter? I know that the project we've been working on is launching on the 18th. So yep. if you stay till the 20th, that'd be really nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can totally do that. Perfect. Thanks, Vanessa. Absolutely. Is there anything else you need from me? I've, I've put together a list of passwords and access and things that I have, but is there anything else off the top of your head you think you might need? I'd love for you to put together a transition plan. And I already have that, actually. Okay, great. And can you get me the SOP for the platform access? Absolutely. Actually, it's in my email. So let me download that and I'll put it on a folder for you. I have a folder of things that kind of were on my desktop or kind of working documents. Where would you like those to exist on the shared drive? Can you put them in the operations folder, please? Yep, absolutely. Perfect. And I'll uh, send you a link to that. Awesome. Vanessa, thanks very much for telling me. Um, I'll look forward to getting all those items from you. Yeah, absolutely. I'll get right on it. It's stressful. It is. You're, you're severing a lot of relationships and, and you're having to do it, do it face-to-face. I don't care what the situation is, do it face-to-face. It's one that deserves respect. So let's talk about what happened in, I guess, the inaugural Ask Your Work Wife Playhouse performance. Anything could happen at this point. <laughs> uh, 
The manager asked you, you Holland asked I me. I asked Vanessa a lot of questions. There we go. <laughs> I want to point out in response to every single one of those questions, I gave zero answers. Rewind, go back and listen to it. I gave no ground. And you don't owe anyone any answers. Mm -hmm. You don't owe them any information. I I would keep deflecting and keep it positive and just throw it back. Like, I really appreciate everything you've given me here. I needed to go in a different direction. It's the classic, it's not you, it's me conversation. Even if it is them, now's not the time. There is a time for that. Now's not that time. Something else you may have noticed during that conversation was that there might have been a lot of emotions at play. Yeah, like a ton. <laughs> Even though this is a role play, your eyes got a little bit like, oh my God, you're breaking up. Like, yeah, I got a little like, oh. Mm-hmm. Your, your manager might be shocked, hurt, embarrassed, upset, taking it personally. Vanessa did really good at standing her ground, being kind. Yeah, if they go down the route of like, well, I'm really upset and I'm hurt and I'm really disappointed in you that you would just quit like this on me, the best response is, I'm so sorry you feel that way. And you have to say it with compassion. You have to mean it. You're not apologizing for you. You're not apologizing for your actions, but you are apologizing for them feeling yeah. hurt. You yeah. didn't mean for that. You don't want to cause any death and destruction in your wake. No, this you don't, but goal. you also don't owe them anything. Nope. And that's the best way to hold that line. I'm so sorry you feel that way. And you really are. In that role play, Vanessa also asked how the manager wanted to receive the official notice. There are lots of ways that it could happen. The manager's going to know what the protocol is and your job is just to execute on it. Maybe it's carrier pigeon. I don't know. (laughs) Vanessa also asked what I, the manager, needed from her before she leaves. And so I gave her that list. Your list might depend on your role, your function and all that. So just do whatever she asks. And that suddenly becomes the only thing you're doing that day. And this, this is a little, a little hack that like prior to you walking into your manager's office, you set your email to an out of office and you set an auto reply that says, Hey, I'm unavailable. Please see so-and-so your manager and their number for further instructions. That saves your ass a little bit. If that moment is your last moment, that's already there. It's going to take the company a few days to delete your email address. And that gives the people you have to work with information on where to go. If you walk out of that office and you suddenly have an end date that's two weeks out there, you can put on pause, but you need to start prepping people that way. Last thing you may have noticed is that Vanessa gave a big range in what the last date at that current role might be. I gave a lot of leeway. There is nothing magical about two weeks. We call it two weeks notice, but like there's nothing magical about it. Like we warned you at the top, this could be your last moment in the office to be prepared, but you could be there. I mean, up to a month. I was, I was there up to a month training my replacement actually in my last, Mm. in my last role. Yeah. My last role I left in like six days. What could have happened, but didn't happen in that role play is that the manager could have fired the employee right then and there. Mm -hmm. Not fired. Well, like the term fired is really weird and loose. Like we could have come to a mutual agreement that today was the end. So she could have asked me to leave that moment. You would have gone to your desk, grab your roll folder, turned in your laptop and... And been done. Had a free afternoon. (laughs) Which you got paid for, by the way, because they paid you through that day. Once that conversation has been had, you've turned in your letter of resignation and all of those things that the managers asked you to complete are done. Something else you might expect is an exit interview with your HR department. And that will usually happen, like your exit interview will be the very last thing you do on your last day. So like everything else is done, HR will schedule your interview for like, let's say 10 a.m. And like when you're done, you'll walk out of the HR side of the building and you'll be done. Like if you've got a badge, if you've got a laptop, if you've got a whatever, that's the moment you're going to like hand all the shit over and walk out the door and be done. So what to expect in that exit interview is going to be, they're going to ask you why you're leaving. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and they're going to ask you if it has anything to do with your manager. Mm -hmm. You give facts, you be honest, direct, and completely unemotional. You can tell them exactly why you're leaving. I'm leaving because if it's because your manager is a bitch, this is what you say. Personality mismatch. That's it. If you have more to say on that. If there was mismanagement, that's something to bring up. And here's how and why. If there was lack of recognition, if there was abuse, this is the moment to do it if you haven't done it to this point, especially and very particularly if there was any harassment, sexual abuse, things like that. Like this is the moment that HR needs to know. These exit interviews are feedback for that manager. If the VP team sees one manager having a lot of people leave from from underneath them, they're going to have to reevaluate that manager's position in the company. So exit interviews tend to be very powerful, but you need to be aware that they are not private. The moment you leave that exit interview information goes directly back to that manager and the manager's manager and often a VP and often a C-suite. Like everyone knows it. So this is not the time to burn bridges. This is not the time to just rant and rave. This is not the time to air dirty laundry. You give facts, you be honest, direct, and completely unemotional. And don't be surprised if people beyond your vertical hear about it too, unfortunately. Within 20 minutes of someone walking out the door, I was very aware of all the contents of their exit interview at a couple companies I've been at. And I had no business. I was not in their chain of command. I had no business knowing what was going on that, and I did. And that's, yeah, exactly. Because people talk. (laughs) again, honest, direct, unemotional statement of the game. If you can't do that, don't say anything at all. Vanessa, we just were talking about how we should disclose in an exit interview, any things regarding abuse or harassment. Yeah, really private things, right? Really private things, but then you just said they're not private. Information like that won't you typically won't get passed on. The first person that sees it is the HR director. If you have any of this information that's firsthand, the company needs to know. Um, obviously, that's a personal decision you can make, but now's the opportunity to get it off your chest. Again, facts, no emotions. Alan, I think uh, it's time to take a break, and afterwards you can advise me on what's next. I'm aligned. <laughs> this episode of Ask Your Workwife is made possible by Up and Running Design. Whoop, whoop. Okay, Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> Up and Running Design is where I... Make websites that move your bottom line. Your top line. All of the lines. They yeah. all need to be going up. And the, <laughs> where you start with that isn't a website. It actually isn't. Okay, talk to me. Look, websites are great, but not every business needs one right at the start. And I think it's important that you make a web presence decision based on the needs of your business. Amen. Here, so here. come to me if you know you need a website or if you're not sure mm-hmm. and we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sell you a website if you don't need a website. I, I will say like, I want your business to get to a place where you do need a website. Yeah. There does come a point in time of maturity for a business that you do need a website. If you're already there, great. Come to me. We can take you to the next level. Something that I really am intentional about with my clients is making sure that their website will suit their needs now, in two years from now, and in five years from now. We don't have to make it do all the shit it needs to do in five years, but let's make sure that we choose the right platform, the right tools, um, and set up the structure so that your website will accommodate your business's growth over time rather than having to like revisit this website presence thing over and over again. Absolutely. You did that with mine. You did that with a couple of our shared clients. And it really causes the client to pause. It did this for me and say like, oh, where do I want this to be in five and 10 years? Like you yeah, don't have to have exactly. the whole business plan out, but like I am notorious for having an idea of buying a domain. <laughs> uh, Just look at her me. Google <laughs> domain cart right <laughs> now. You can make a shit ton of money off of me if I did, if you didn't ask this question of like, what do you need it to be in 10 years? And it, it forced me to think like, oh God, dude, I don't even know yet. I guess it gets to sit as a domain for a little bit longer until I'm ready to really get up and running. So if you need a website, 
to get your business up and running, reach out at upandrunning.design. Welcome back. We're answering Ainsley's question about how to give your two weeks notice. Turns out there's a lot of shit to do. Turns out, right? (laughs) Right. Before the break, we talked about how to prepare for that, how to do the actual quitting. Mm -hmm. And in the scenario that you're not immediately asked to leave the (laughs) building. (laughs) You're not escorted from the premises immediately. There's going to be this awkward like transition time where people kind of start figuring out that you're leaving. You're wrapping projects up, but you're not telling anyone you're leaving. That's not your job. It's not your job. All you're supposed to do is wrap up your shit, remove your ego from the game, and do it with grace. Your your job becomes a connector. You're just taking all the people who used to come to you for information, you need to connect them to whoever your manager said. Even if it's Stacy the admin who you absolutely hate and is dumber than a rock, like <laughs> doesn't <God>. matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Your job is to connect A to C cuz you are being out. Being out. Whatever. It goes a different It's fine. I loved that, actually. <laughs> okay, good. So from there, there is no ego attached to this departure. You will give everything you know. You will yes. write everything you know down. You will brain dump everything in your brain about your job, about your processes, about your projects, yeah. into a document, into a person, into a, into a wiki yeah. in your company. Get it out there. Take nothing personally. Be selfish about nothing. Give it up. And this, how you behave yourself in the, in this like weird space will make or break future relationships. Like everyone in that company who collected personal contact information from, because you want them to be your ongoing mentor or something, they're watching you because this is the moment where like, if you fuck over your manager in the course of this, they're never going to touch you. No one's going to want to talk to you again. No, exactly. So if you're getting, if someone's throwing you a party, you can Demurely. go. Yeah. Humble. If someone's giving you a going away present, mm-hmm. you take it, you stick it in your cart, you open it at home. You're not haughty. You're not gossiping. You have no pride and there's no bad mouthing. There's also no company-wide emails from you. Oh, no, no, no. There's no like, hey, I'm quitting. There's no, hey, I'm leaving. You can set your out of office maybe the last couple of days that you're around and say, hey, I'm unavailable for the next couple of days. Please see my managers just in case you have those like weird vendors or those one-off people you talk to once a quarter, like Bob from whatever, the mailroom. Like (laughs) you've set that, that's good to go. There's also, and this is a... What should we not do on LinkedIn, This is a personal pet peeve. There needs to be no love letters or breakup letters or whatever the fuck you want to call them on LinkedIn. I need no three paragraph posts about how much you loved your three months at Google and how tagging it meant the most to you. People. Yeah. And tagging like, I loved my recruiter and my HR person and my manager and my like fucking brown nosers. Every single fucking one of the people who do that. I don't need a like, I'm so excited for my next opportunity. Watch this space. Yeah, I don't need any little teaser. You're not a TV show. You are not Game of Thrones. I don't care what's happening in two weeks. The answer's no. Nobody's paying attention to you. Ainsley, start your new job, your new role, get excited about it. Don't touch your LinkedIn until three months down the road when you're very sure you're going to stay. All of that said, it may so happen sometime between the day that you give your notice and your last day at your job, your manager may send an announcement to your team, your department, your company, whatever, about you leaving. It's none of your beeswax. The only thing it does is let people know that you're not their contact anymore. And don't take anything in it personally. If it's super nice and it's a good send off, great. Print it, send it home, frame it, give it to your mom. (laughs) If it's straight business, also great. If it's terrible, you don't care, you're leaving. Bye. So that's our advice for what to do between giving your notice and your last day at work. Now, 
This is my favorite period in time. The, the time between jobs. Like you've quit a job. You walked out the door. Everything's behind you. You have, you got your little box. You got your little plant. You got all your shit. You GTFO sold, folder. You stole the stapler. Like <laughs> you, got your, you got your Mission Impossible folder. It's great. You're gone. You should not be starting your next job for at the very least a full week. I'm talking Monday to Monday. I'm talking Friday to Friday. Like a full seven, eight days if you believe the Beatles. Like whatever. Just a full week. If your new job gives you a signing bonus, that's your salary for that amount of time. Genius. Take a whole month. Take a whole six weeks off. You need decompression time. You need to give yourself time to like fully feel the loss of all the relationships that you just let go of. I used to work with a team of 97 marketers and like me, my little extroverted heart. When I left that company, I had to get used to like, okay, I'm going to a smaller team. I don't have a hundred people to hang out with anymore. Right. I have 20. And like that took some time to like, just come off of that. I don't know, adrenaline rush, stimuli, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Another piece of advice that we have for this in between times it's to not fill it with stuff. No. Going to Cabo is one thing. Sure. But like a weekend, not two weeks in Cabo. No, this is not the time to like redo your house. Take is a beat. A phrase? Yeah, take a beat. Like, is there a phrase around like, look, there's a biblical phrase, like your house and your home, like taking care of your house. Oh, put your house in order. Just put your house in order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the other thing we'll say is there are a lot of people who take this time between jobs as vacation uh-uh. you should have taken your paid vacation from your last job before you told your manager that you were quitting Perfect. you need to take it well ahead of that this two weeks is like bonus time finally Ainsley once you've done all of this it's time to start your new job yay, yay! Congratulations. Yay. Uh, we have an episode on making your first month and your new job count. It's episode 14. That's where I'd recommend you go next. And our final piece of advice, I know we already said this, but it's worth mentioning again. Don't update your LinkedIn with your new role until you've been there for three months. Three motherfucking months. Make sure it's going to stick because truth is you don't know. It's a risk. And if it doesn't, all you have to do is skip it. That's right. I did that. Yeah, you did. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a nice little 30-day hole in my LinkedIn. If you look very carefully, they know who they are. Ainsley, we're super excited for you. Whoop, whoop. Two weeks notice. First time doing it. It's it's complex. It's nuanced. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of a lot of things all at once. I <laughs> you're gonna love this. I liken it to divorce. Everyone thinks that when they get divorced, they just get to like like slam the door and walk out and like never have a conversation again. I'm sorry. You may have more communication through the course of your divorce than you ever did in your marriage, and like that's what quitting's like. There's a lot of shit to get through. It is in order. There are steps, and so you just need to start at the top of this list and go to the bottom and get through it. Let's go. question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. Leaving Q1, starting Q2. Maybe Hello. Q3. That's what we <laughs>
Travel the world. That's the move. I have this one trip planned, you guys. This one trip planned where, like, I want to go back to Xi'an, the city I was born in, which is in China. If you didn't know, now you know. But I want to go from Taiwan, where I spent a lot of time, and, like, spend some time on Taiwan, like, a couple weeks in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Then I go to Shanghai and take the train to Xi'an. And Xi'an is important because that's where you start, like, adjusting to altitude because I want to go to Tibet. I don't oh. want to fly my ass there and be sick for three days because mm. it's so high up in the air. So, like, I'm going to take the so train to Xi'an and spend two weeks there. Now, the train is, like, like a 24-hour train ride. So, like, it's going to be a minute. Go to Xi'an for a couple weeks and then go up into Tibet, also on the train, and, like, spend a good solid few weeks there. That's already six weeks, everyone. <laughs> then I want to go out through Nepal. So, like, that's another cup. Like, listen, I'm waiting for... When are you quitting? Like, I don't what? know. I don't, when is this trip happening? I, that's the problem. I don't, don't tell my manager. <laughs> Damn it. The problem now is like I can't even accrue vacation because I have a limited vacation. So Let like, Vanessa live vicariously through you. <laughs> yes. you know? like, she needs someone to do the strip. Yes. She will give you the itinerary. Right? So point being, I kind of want to like, if at any other, if I were any other company than my current company, whom I love very much, I, I would definitely like take, stack all my vacation and mm, like. You put it at the end. Yes. And like call, like call my manager, like on Skype because we're working remote now, right? <laughs> but in Shinin, maybe find, find like a little internet cafe and just like call them, like have this conversation and then put in my two weeks and still be get. you know what I mean? Like it could be amazing. Anyway, that's all. All right. There's just some life hacks for you. <laughs>